Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Reality TV and Me. I'm your host, Kirsty, and this week I am joined by a very special guest. You may know her from 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Days. Erica Owens, thank you so much for talking to me today. Hi, how's it going? Well, I'm going good, but I mean, you're kind of thrust into the whirlwind that is the fame monster overnight. Just oh in God, case. <laughs> Look, Already. it's... Uh, <laughs> We're like five minutes <laughs> <laughs> There'll be plenty more Gaga references coming up, I'm sure. Yonsei, Gaga, that's pretty much my uh, go-to. <laughs> so yeah. because I've been covering uh, Married at First Sight Australia recently, I'm just going to... Well, maybe you can tell us what is 90 Day Fiancé? We're kind of, we're just launching into getting it here in Australia for the first time ever. Mm -hmm. Basically, 90 Day is like a franchise and the basis of like, I guess, the main show is when, um, when you, I guess, move to America, you have 90 days under the K-1 visa to get married. Um, and that's like the main show. But we have before the 90 days, which is like couples, international couples meeting for the first time and seeing if we can like, I guess, get to the next stage, which is being a 90 day fiance. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's all kind of these rela- online relationships that were vir- very virtual um, yeah. have suddenly become fast forward into meeting in real time and we get to see how that all unfolds there it's it's a phenomenon in in the u.s um before the 90 days is the season that you're on and it's coming to tlc which is on foxtel and fetch uh, on the 26th of july which is a sunday and 8 30 so Definitely, everybody, if you're not already on the 90 Day Fiance bandwagon, oh, my God, go back and binge it. This is season four that we'll be getting into. It's already played in the US and now we get to, well, I get to relive it because I've already seen the whole season. I'm a massive (laughs) fan. I can't wait to watch it all over again. (laughs) Yeah. So let me ask you. What the hell made you do this? Um, so what made me do 90 Day Fiance? I hadn't heard of it at all, which is so funny to wow. see you, another Australian be like, I've seen it, I'm a fan, <laughs> like whatever, because I'm like, I had literally never even heard of it before, yeah. you know, Steph kind of said to me, there's this show in America and like, you know, she kind of explained it to me and she was like, you know, it's called Before the 90 Days and it's when couples, you know, they meet for the first time and I think we would be perfect for it, like blah, blah, blah. So, you know, she kind of like told me about it and, you know, we were dating and I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I didn't know how big it was or like what the deal was. I'm like, yeah, whatever, that'd be fun. Like we'd be able to meet like sooner than what we planned and that would be fantastic. And then obviously then I realized like how insane the journey was not only like the actual storyline but you know the the fame <laughs> well yeah i mean it's one of the biggest reality shows in the states in terms of you know franchise yeah, right. and popularity i mean even your your 
Insta following has would have like, yeah. skyrocketed overnight. I mean, you've almost got 400,000 <laughs> followers on yeah. Instagram now. I mean, how uh-huh. have you dealt with that? Kind of being thrust into the limelight so dramatically. It's been pretty, it's been pretty wild being thrust into the limelight so quickly. Like it happened like very, very fast, you know. Um, I started off with, I think, like, 1500 followers before I was on the show so I was like obviously now almost being at 400k is it's pretty pretty intense and there are days you know where I have to check in with myself and just be like okay like just like see this differently now you know I have I have to see social media differently now and I think that's Mm. really important when you are given such a a spotlight on yourself is to kind of use your platform for good not so much always you know for business even though that is you know fun sometimes but you know, you have to use it for good and you have to also remember that there is bad with the good. There are lots of, there's lots of hate and whatever, but yeah, it's, it's just been a matter of checking with myself mentally and staying on top of that consistently, which obviously is, it's tough, but you yeah. know, we, we get in there. <laughs> yeah. Make sure your, your head doesn't like get so big that you fly away. <laughs> oh my God. No, no. I have to just like, Oh God. I don't know. I don't know. Is it just the criticism or? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, I mean, I don't, thankfully, thankfully don't get a lot of like really nasty stuff. You know, occasionally they'll be like, oh, you look like a a troll doll or like you look like a clown or whatever, you know, just general (laughs) like nastiness, but it's nothing that really affects me. But I know that, you know, there, there is the occasional really, really nasty one. And it does when it's constant, even if it is just kind of like nasty little, little comments here and there, it does get to you. So you have to, you have to really check in with yourself and just like try and remember that the good ones are always going to outweigh the bad. And you just have to like think about that when you have bad days, you know? Yeah. And I guess like for you, because this is such a huge thing in the States, but coming here to Australia for the first time, you'll have to deal with the in-person recognition for the first time. Do yeah, you get recognised yeah, at the moment or you're bracing really. yourself? No, I'm kind of bracing myself. I don't know how it's going to be. I mean, I know that um, Big Ed has been quite the meme and a lot of people <laughs> are going to tune in to watch him and then obviously in turn watch us. Yes. Um, so <laughs> um, I'm, I'm definitely bracing myself for things to get a little bit crazy, but I'm 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 hoping that you know it's it's going to be nice. And you know, at the end of the day, most of the people that say nasty things on the internet wouldn't have the balls to say it in person. So um, I think I think it will be fine. I think it's just I, I'm going to have to remember to uh, make sure that I don't leave the house in uh, my pajamas because uh, I. I, 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 I like you're gonna get papped in your ugg boots i mean relatable though right oh completely (laughs) she's just like us (laughs) but it's funny you're not the only aussie in this season and you're the first aussie that's ever been on the show which is exciting but yeah i mean we had ash as well who is with avery do you guys get to meet at all well, we were going to all meet at the hello, you know. Yeah. But we obviously we're not able to. But we we all, you know, m- most of us talk with each other, um, or at least have had some kind of discussion. Um, I actually really like Ash. He's a good dude. Um, <laughs> there's there's a lot of everyone on our cast is pretty chill. So it's good. 
Yeah, lovely. So did you, uh, were you able to connect with anyone on a deeper level or sort of just like Instagram chats and, you know, another kind of online relationship, I suppose? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> with the cast. I, oh my God. I, I, there are some cast members from my previous events that, you know, have reached out to me and have been so kind and so, so sweet. I mean, we have a lot of great people on our cast, but there's, you know, specifically like um, Tim and Veronica, absolutely amazing people, and Molly and Cynthia and David and Annie. So tell me a little bit about your relationship with Stephanie. Stephanie's your girlfriend on the show. Um, how did she approach this topic with you? And did it take convincing to get you to agree to do the show? There was a little convincing, but it wasn't like I was saying no and she was saying like, please, please, please. It was like a, like a pitch almost, you yeah. know, <laughs> which is fine. Like whatever. She was just explaining it to me and like what the show was and whatever. Cause I was kind of like, hold on, what, what is this? Um, but yeah, no, she kind of, she just said it to me one day, you know, we'd been, we'd been dating and whatever. And she, she was like, do you want to do this? And I was like, yes, I do crazy dumb things all the time. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was a pretty like quick process actually, like in terms of Steph telling me about it and it, it actually like we having cameras in my house. Um, really? How, how long from, so how long were you dating for first? And then how, since you applied from the show, how long did it take for yeah the cameras to arrive at your doorstep? Well, we were, we were like romantic online for maybe like four months, but it was never official. And then um, we became exclusive and official and whatever, maybe like for a month and a half before Steph wow. came to Australia. But it was still it was still very, very new. Yeah. Um, obviously. Especially being online very new. But you know, we'd also been friends um for quite a while before that as well. So we we did know each other relatively well. <laughs> as well as you can, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just for the listeners, there was a bit of a face. <laughs> a bit of a, oh, I guess we knew each other well face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kind of awkward emoji. <laughs> so I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's a good caveat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys met via Instagram or how did you meet? Um, so I actually like found her on YouTube originally. Yeah. I was like a, a, a very, and I, I stress this like a lot. I was a very casual fan. You know, I, I'd probably seen like three videos maybe. Um, and I just thought, oh, this girl's really cool. It was just like, you know, when you're scrolling on YouTube and you find someone, you watch like a couple of their videos and then you kind of like never think of them again. It was yeah, like you that. Weren't like I went crazed, <laughs> you weren't like a crazed, you weren't like Katy Perry yeah, so. fan. <laughs> the concept. Yeah, so like I, went, I went to um to her Instagram for that because I was like, this girl's cool. She seems really fun and like outgoing and quirky and weird, you know, just like me. So I was like, cool. Went to her Instagram and followed her. And then I don't think I ever really watched many of her videos after that, but I did like follow her and would <laughs> slide into her DMs. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had you ever done any kind of like media work or anything like that before? Or this was just the first thing, no TV work, no reality TV applications, and then bam, you are a superstar. It was, yeah, the, the latter. I'd never, wow. I don't even think I've ever applied to be on anything like this ever in my life. That's like I have some crazy. friends that were like, I want to go on Big Brother or like whatever. And they've, you know, put through their application in the past or whatever. But like, that's just never, I, I've always felt too like 
awkward and whatever to make a casting tape for anything. So this was kind of like I was kind of thrust into this crazy like, oh, my God, I'm really like not that comfortable. But it was fun and it was fine in the end. But it's fascinating to me like to go from (laughs) from never having it really crossed your mind to suddenly Mm -hmm. filming what, three weeks flat out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was intense. It was it was a lot. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the filming process. Um. Well, we. I mean, they just sent out a crew to Australia, and um. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what what more to say. So, yeah, is have, it long yeah. days? Uh, do they? Oh, it, it is. It's definitely long days. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you guys <laughs> organise like a like a, a, a lunch date or whatever it is. Like often you went and visited your yeah. friends and they'll come along to the party and and uh, hilarity ensues. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, we, we love a good beer bong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love a good beer bong. Um, <laughs> but, a little bit um, of a goon yeah, sack I mean, here and there. I, I, just, I just spoke with, you know, the 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 guy the producer about what I wanted to do with Steph before she came to Australia and um yeah we just I we came up with a little little itinerary per se obviously some days it changed or whatever things would you know change because scheduling is hectic but um yeah no most of the stuff was yeah pretty pretty cruisy it was it was intense and it was long days but we we had a fantastic crew we had a really really great group of people with us so they became family very quickly wow that's amazing yeah Yeah, it's funny Mm -hmm. isn't it because we always we just watch go along watching these shows and all we see is you and Steph and we see you know a couple of people you know going through this new relationship and there's probably five or six people in the background <laughs> just watching yeah, you well, the thing is, is like people people are like isn't it weird and I'm like well it was weird for like two days the first two days like mm. and you can probably tell like watching me I'm kind of like a bit more awkward and like a bit quieter and you, you see a lot of more kind of confused or resting bitch faces because <laughs> I was just kind of like getting used to things you know and then like as as it you know went on I you know we all became closer with the crew and it just became kind of like normal and second nature and it was fine and I didn't think much of you know like crying my eyes out in the middle of a bed with like <laughs> three other people in the room like it, it didn't yeah. seem like like anything I was just kind of like background noise you know so tell us a little bit about that emotional journey that you went through with Stephanie as well because it wasn't just sunshine and roses as soon as she arrived it was a, a pretty intense experience from the get-go really were you yeah. disappointed by her lack of affection honestly I was just very like bewildered by everything you know it was very overwhelming trying to like figure out what was going on you know um and I think you you do kind of see me like try to adapt to many of the like issues that have you know been brought up or trying to talk things out or whatever and you know, it was kind of not met with um, the best communication, which was, it was really hard. So I was very, you know, bewildered and I'm constantly like trying and then being let down and trying and then being let down. And it was, it was, it was very rough, but you know, um, it, it, it's fine now. <laughs> are, you, are you in contact still? No, no, we don't speak at all. Okay. So do you think she was there for the right reasons? Or was it more to further her YouTube career? I get asked that all the time. And I think that 
the only person that's ever really going to truly know the answer to that is Steph. Mm. And if it was for the wrong reasons, I do hope that like, that's something that she can reflect on as, you know, a human being, just like the, the rest of us have to reflect on things, mm. you know? Um, I, I don't know. I, I will never know. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think anyone else will for sure either. So it, it can be rough. What was it like when the cameras weren't there, when it was just the two of you in a room together? I mean, was was she any more open or warmer at least? Uh, well, we didn't actually spend a lot of time together off camera. Oh. Um, much many people's surprise. We, she, spoiler alert, I'm sorry. Um, she did ask me to leave after like, the third day and stay in it third day fourth day and stay in another room um so she didn't want us to be in the same room together so we didn't actually i think we, we might have hung out like twice off camera maybe wow. and and i think we spent four nights like together other than that oh that's so hard oh man yeah so you must yeah. have been dealing with quite a bit of heartbreak at the same time it was just very, like I said, very confusing. Like I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to like figure out yeah. what, what the hell is happening. You know, I'm like, hold on, wait, like this isn't what we talked about. You know, it was, it was confusing, but um, yeah, it was, it was just on top of, you know, filming and having long days and whatever, being like emotionally and mentally exhausted as well was like, it was a lot. And I wouldn't even say that it was disappointing. It was just I don't even know what the right word is, to be honest. Confusing. It was confusing, confusing, and it, it was just, yeah, very, very overwhelming. So you took a really brave chance and came out to your parents as bi on the show. I mean, <laughs> that is that is incredibly bold and brave, anyway. But to do it on TV. And also to do it while you're risking this new relationship that you're confused about. I guess, I mean, what <laughs> was going through your head? How well, did you do honestly, that? Well, Steph and I, we'd had a couple of good days and things were, you know, like looking up. Like you, you can see when you watch the season that prior to me coming out, it wasn't like we'd had a big fight and I was like, okay, let's go come out to my parents. Like we'd had, <laughs> we'd had some, some good times. And, um, there was a bonus scene. I don't know if it will be like included in the Australian episodes, but there was a bonus scene where we went, um, back to my friend's house and things were kind of like patched up and every, you know, everything was going really well. So it's like, okay, well, you know, she leaves very soon and we're going to continue this. So, and, and I'm on TV and my parents are going to find out anyway. So like, fair enough, we kind of have to tell them, you know, um, I didn't want, cause you know, I kind of did have a feeling that Steph wasn't going to. Um, so I was like, well, one of us has to before you go home, because otherwise it's probably just going to fizzle out when you go home, it's going to be like, mm. okay, well, like neither of us come out like nothing, you know, I just thought maybe that's what would happen, especially considering the show wasn't coming out for quite some time after she was going home. It wasn't like, oh, my parents are going to find out next week. It was right. like, oh, we're going to have to like shut up and like, it's going to be confusing and hard for months. And, you know, so <laughs> I was like, I'd rather tell my parents now on camera than keep it from them because I'm under a contract, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you were, you were very brave and I loved your 
parents' response, your dad's response in particular. <laughs> you know, you, you, you break the news over yeah. over Chinese and what does he yeah. say? Can you, uh, would you like some more fried Can rice? some fried rice? Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. I was like, go, dad. He's very dad. proud of that line. He's very <laughs> proud of that line. <laughs> I, I laughed so hard. I was like, go, dad, yes, because he was just so unfazed, you know. It was yeah. – it was, which is – I think an amazing, amazing reaction for a parent and also just for anybody that is, um, you know, in the queer community that, to see that, that it's just, yeah, that it wasn't like, oh, okay, like a huge deal one way or the other. No. It's just like, yep, yeah, that's our girl. Okay. okay. Nice to meet you, cool. Steph. Yeah. <laughs> what did your parents think <laughs> yeah. of Steph anyway? They didn't say anything to me, obviously, at the time because they were like, you know, we just want to let her be happy, sure. whatever. Um, but, you know, obviously speaking to my parents afterwards and stuff, my mom has kind of expressed to me that she noticed at the dinner, like I was a lot quieter and a bit withdrawn and almost like scared, I guess mm. she said to, to, to speak and like be me or whatever. So she noticed that and she said it kind of like made her uncomfortable, but she was like, maybe it's just because the cameras are there. or so, you know, and then she got the full story eventually. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, then she realized she was like, oh, okay, well, like, that makes sense now. That's why you're acting like that, you know? So do you think it was more Steph's uh, trust issues that held her back? Yeah, honestly, I do. Um, a lot of people say, oh, like, you you guys broke up because, um, you know, because you were pressuring her to come out or because of this or because of that. But I do, I just think it, it boils down to, maybe Steph wasn't ready for a relationship because you do, you have to work on yourself and work on any issues with jealousy and trust and insecurity, you know, before you kind of like thrust someone else into that situation, especially on, you know, national television. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> that, was, that was a lot. And that's, that's not to say that, you know, if, you know, if you do have issues, like don't try and date or that you don't deserve it or, or anything like that. It's just like, it's not fair to put someone else you know, down or make someone else feel like they're not worthy just because you have, you know, things to work on yourself and you admit that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, just be open to communication, I suppose, as well. And <laughs> welcome to the love chat. <laughs> like we're doing like dating <laughs> advice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, are you happy you've done the show? You've had the experience? I mean, there is, I, I flip-flop every day right. every day I'm like oh like I wish I never did this oh my god I love this like whatever you know like there are some really great things that have come from it and I've met some like like I said some absolutely incredible people because of this like one of my best friends is someone that was just basically like an instructor on the show for one oh, of our wow. activities she was like my best friend now so there are a lot of things that I'm super super thankful for I mean the platform that I have now is great because I can use it to help fundraise like have, there's a couple of charities that I'm very very Tell us. very passionate about um, <laughs> I really what love the Save Elephant Foundation in Thailand what was it um, Save the Elephant it's called Save Elephant okay. um and it's actually a rescue well it's uh, it's it's not just one rescue, but I volunteer at a rescue run by Save Elephant. Um, but I don't actually volunteer with elephants there. I volunteer with dogs. Um, and there's 400, 500 dogs there. Um, and I, I try to visit whenever I can. Wow. And go and have 
So while obviously while I can't travel, it's been really nice to be able to have a platform and be able to just like help out where I can, um, not only for them, but also, you know, just to raise awareness for, you know, like women, Black Lives Matter. Like there are so many things that have come up and I'm really, really thankful for the opportunity to be able to just like spread awareness of things that I really, really, and really believe in. I think that uh-huh. a lot of the people that are Erica fans are just drawn <laughs> to your your positive energy. And honestly, it yeah, comes through. I yeah, I mean, look, I like I, I told you, I, I was a fan of the show. I was a fan of yours and it's that's why because you know even despite being put under immense pressure um you still kept trying and your your essence still shone through not to be like oh, a massive I'm glad. cheese I'm glad because... <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, I'm glad to hear that because it's it is hard sometimes like as a human being to watch the show back and like see kind of like the light be sucked out of me oh, at certain points. Yeah. Um, it, it is really hard. So it's nice to know that people still can see like who I am and what I'm about, even in those, those yeah. times, because as, as a human watching yourself on television, that's, It'd be it's really hard. I think even just being able to be kind in situations like, um, for, for example, in the tell all you are ripped to shreds by Steph's friends. Yeah. They do not oh, yes. let you speak. I mean, and, and that was disappointing. I think for viewers, I got a lot of questions about this um, because you didn't get to have your final word. And yeah. And I mean, is there, I'll give you an opportunity now. Is there anything you want to wanted to say that you wish you could have said then? I mean, there was a lot and that was, that was why I was so upset because, you know, the tell all is the, the chance from what I, you know, what I was told. Cause like I said, I didn't know much about the show, but you know, I did a bit of research and, you know, I, you know, had spoken to people on the, the crew and whatever. And, you know, they were like, don't worry, like you'll be able to have your say and be able to tell your side of things when the time comes for the tell all. And then I didn't and not, mm. not because of, you know, production or whatever, but because, you know, I was just spoken over. So it was really hard. There was like many things that for every situation, you know, of course I have like an opinion or an explanation for things. And unfortunately I just wasn't able to go there. So I guess at the end of the day, like I wanted people to understand that, you know, I was really trying to communicate and there were some things behind the scenes that thankfully did come up in the tell all, like how we, Steph didn't want me to stay in the same room as her or how, you know, the dating app, like I gave, I handed over my phone like there were things like that that the viewers weren't able to see and know about until the tell-all um and there was many many other things yeah. <laughs> you know like that that I wasn't able to to talk about and explain but you know at the end of the day like right now I'm just like whatever at this point you know it's done and dusted and people think what they're gonna think and I don't feel a need to kind of explain it too far you know um and I think that was a really um a, a good tactic in a way, even though it wasn't a tactic, because honestly, <laughs> as I was watching that, I was just getting so angry on behalf of you that I, I would have yeah. sat there and I would have taken the bait and I would have yelled at those friends and I would have just made myself look a, a mess. But you were classy. You were classy broad. <laughs> and you were just like, all right, you know, you, you yeah. knew you weren't going to be able to fight this battle. No. Well, I kind of knew like prior to the tell-all. Right. No, like that, you know, Steph had told me that she had 
angry friends <laughs> in the like not not specifically towards me but like she'd explained like oh, I have this one friend that like if someone's nasty to me at a bar she'll like punch him in the face or whatever and so like I kind of God. was prepared I was, I was prepared it's <laughs> <That's> terrifying <laughs> and she was I was like scared watching from Australia on, through my screen I'm just glad it was through a screen and yeah. we weren't there in New York <laughs> things could have been very different <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So tell us a little bit about Strikes Back because that's a new uh, shoot off of the show, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm actually excited because I can explain it so much easier to an Australian audience um, <laughs> because it's like Gogglebox. Um, right. Okay. Whereas when I, when I tell my American friends, like, yeah, it's like Gogglebox, like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> but it's like we, we rewatch our own scenes and we have the opportunity to provide commentary or explanations, which is nice for someone that's like me great. that wasn't able to do that during the tell-all. Um, so, yeah, that's that's basically oh, the premise of it man we, we, so you we watch have to, our own episodes and yeah yeah you have to watch your own yeah. that's tough yeah <laughs> intense it's intense and it's hard to like kind of like relive that and provide an opinion on what's going on without coming across as like bitchy or catty but it's just like you, you can laugh about it now and you know make fun of the situation a little bit and I really do hope that it doesn't you know come across as like nasty or bitchy or, or anything like that because it's just a bit of fun at the end of the day I mean I'm sure Steph and I are gonna say some pretty hilarious but not nice things about each other <laughs> <laughs> so are you doing that with a friend or it's just you I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say. Oh, sorry. okay. Well, yeah. then we'll get the exclusive later. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a surprise. So that's coming out after we get to see your entire uh, season. Ah, this is great. I mean, I need to ask you a few fan questions. Look, Ooh. Trisha. Do you, what, do you have their names, their yes, Instagram yeah. names? Oh, Ooh, I, I've got their oh, full names. I don't have their uh, Insta okay. at handles. But um, okay. Trisha Pulaski, I hope I'm saying that right, she wants to know a very important question. Where do you get your amazing earrings? <laughs> um, actually, most of them are from Aussie handmade businesses. I'm sure as a fellow Aussie, you know, we have so many amazing small brands of like quirky, fun, whether they're like dresses or earrings or whatever. We're, we're very lucky here. Um, so I have Hey Polly is my favourite. Grandma Funk, um Dented Diva, Hello Sparkle. There is, oh, my God, there's so many tips and bones. There's there's a lot. <laughs> there you go, Trish. You got, like, a whole list there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> those are really cute what you've got. You've got, like, little doggy ones in today. Yeah, so these are from Hey Polly, and they're actually the owner's dog, Winnie. They're very oh, cute. Oh, that's so cute, little Winnie. Yeah, <laughs> so cute. The mm -hmm. other very important question that I got uh, hundreds of is hair vibrancy maintenance. <laughs> yeah. How often yes. do you have to color your hair? Do you do it yourself? Just tell us all about the hair. <laughs> okay, so I have a stylist. She is amazing. It's one of my friends, Victoria. Um, cheeky plug, main concept in Adelaide. Um, <laughs> Love it. Um, no, she's amazing. She, we just did this about a year ago now, actually. I've had it for a year and um, it's pretty easy. She just, she's a wizard with it. It's pretty good. I mean, I go in for my roots every like 
five weeks um, and get them done. And in between, I I re-dye the pink a little at home because I use Manic Panic on the pink side. Um, Evo Staino, though, on this side, it doesn't fade. It just it doesn't go oh. anywhere. It's amazing. Um, but, yeah, the Manic Panic, I touch up maybe, like, once every two weeks just in the shower. I just, like, rub some in and let it sit for like 10 minutes and then yeah it's it's probably a build up now though guys like if you're blonde it's probably gonna drop out (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing i can't believe you don't have to redo the the purple for anyone who is so good it's beautiful for anyone who um doesn't know what erica looks like she's uh, (laughs) she's got a bit of a half and half kind of one half of her head's pink one half is bluey purple and it's phenomenal you've got to look it up I love that photo of you with the nerds t-shirt or jumper. <laughs> yeah, like, so perfect. <laughs> well, people said it from like through the whole season. It was like probably the number one comment I got. She looks like a nerd's box. And then uh, I started getting tagged in the the jump the sweater thing, and uh, I was like, I ha- I have to buy it. I have <laughs> to. So. It's- it's the law now. <laughs> oh my god! I actually thought that was your hashtag inspo originally. Well, I mean, I it wasn't my inspo. I did it, and then maybe like two weeks later, I went to America and I saw, you know, they have those like giant boxes of nerds, like the the really big ones. I didn't know that, but that sounds amazing. It's like you you get them at like novelty stores in Vegas, but I saw one and I was like, oh my god, it looks like me. <laughs> Am I a nerd? (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, Pamela, last question from our beautiful fans, your beautiful fans. Pamela Altman wants to know, how has your life changed since being on the show? And do you have any regrets? How has my life changed? Um, Basically just online. It's just my online life that's changed. I mean, everything else is pretty pretty cruisy. Um, my friends are still my friends, my family, you know, they, they all know everything. So it's like nothing has really changed. Um, but I mean, what was the, what was the second question? I'm sorry. Any regrets? Oh, any regrets? Um, I, I, you know, I, if I went back in time and I knew what I know now, I would honestly probably still go ahead and do it only because of the lessons that I learned from it. And like the fact, like I said, that I do have this platform of amazing people now that I can spread positivity to and help different charities and things that I'm passionate about and, you know, share things when I'm feeling creative, I can, you know, share that with the world. And I think that that's a really cool thing, but um, yeah, despite all of the hurt and everything, some good things have come out of it. And I've also learned a lot about relationships and what I want, which probably would have taken me a lot longer to figure out if we hadn't have done this. So no, I can, I can thank Steph for (laughs) for that. For an education. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess on that, if there is any prospective partners out there listening, what do you want? I want someone that is creative, obviously. And that's like a prerequisite. Um, <laughs> someone, someone that is creative and that will be, you know, creative with me, um, that can, you know, trust me and communicate. Like communication, obviously, is a huge one. Um, I don't think I could ever, ever really handle being put in a relationship again where, you know, I'm, I'm not trusted because, you know, I do, I have good intentions and I'm I'm not a piece of shit. So like any, anything like that, I think even from the get go would be extremely triggering for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do, if I, you know, if I 
you know, go on a date or whatever. That's something I'm very upfront about. I'm like, look, if you can't be trusting about like my friends or like whatever about, you know, some DMs that might be in my inboxes from this show or whatever, like, you know, I'm sure there are a couple people sliding into your DMs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, yeah, I think every, I think everyone from, from 90 day probably experiences. I don't think it's just me. Um, well, but, you know what? Yeah, you got to give it a shot, definitely. hey? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> like, no, communication is key. And also, like, I don't know if you know Abby Chatfield. I'm, yes. like, obsessed with her. Um, I was actually listening to her podcast just yesterday, and she was talking about how you can't just like a person because, like, they're nice to you. You can't just be like, mm. when someone says, what do you like about this person? And you say, oh, well, they're nice to me. They, they treat me okay. <laughs> like, I think that it needs to be more than that. And you need to really, you know, respect them as a person and look up to them and be inspired by them and have fun and go on adventures. And, you know, it's not just about like, oh, they're nice to me. It's good enough. And I think a lot of people kind of fall into that trap. And I didn't ever think about that really until yeah. I listened to Abby and I was like, oh my God, yes, bitch. Like, yeah. yeah, Abby, Abby Chatfield's so it, it's a lot with Abby Chatfield is her podcast. Yes. Oh so if anyone God. else wants I to be inspired by Abby. <laughs> I um, love her. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if somebody is nice, that should just be the prerequisite, I think, of, of all relationships. Be nice, mm-hmm. be kind, and then mm-hmm. be fabulous and interesting and quirky and whatever else we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Erica, you are such a delight. I'm so happy that you were able to come and chat to me. You've been so fun and open and I really appreciate it. And I can't wait for Australia to, Australia to see you and fall in love with you. <laughs> we will see, we'll see, but I hope so. <laughs> it's 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days season four. And it will be 8.30 on Sundays uh, starting the 26th of July on TLC, which is available on Foxtel and Fetch. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to send us off with? Nothing too crazy. Just always remember to be kind to people. Literally what we were just saying, like that's kind of what I always like to to remind people is especially in this time, just be kind and have fun and stay sparkly. Stay sparkly. <laughs> I love that so much. Tell our <laughs> listeners where they can find you on Insta and the socials and the charity again, please. You can find me on Instagram at Glitterbuggin. It's just Glitterbug with a gin on the end. Um, <laughs> Glitterbug was taken. So, uh, yeah. Um, and also definitely go and check out Save Elephant Foundation. Absolutely incredible, incredible people that do so much amazing work, not only for elephants and other, you know, animals that we think about often, but for dogs as well. Dogs are my favorite. So, yeah, go and, go and give them some love. Amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs>